You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, May 10th. Mark your calendars, everyone. The next IT Services All Hands meeting is scheduled for Monday, May 15th at 10 a.m. Hear directly from the SMT regarding department updates, as well as answers to all of your questions. Spring is conference season in higher ed. If you've been out presenting, be sure to add your talk to our department curriculum vitae. Same goes for awards you've won or articles you've written. Visit The Current and scroll down a tab to watch a video describing the submission process. Send any questions to its-communications at ucsd.edu. That's all of the news for this week, which is exciting because now we get to go to my interview with Jenny Ahn. I am sitting here today with Jenny Ahn. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Thanks for coming on our podcast for The Current. And I just wanted you to do a quick introduction and talk about what your position is in ITS. My name is Jenny. I work for the ITS Service Desk. I think my official title is Information Specialist, but I've been wearing a few different hats lately. So my job entails being the KB manager, if you've ever looked at the knowledge base articles that we have on our support portal. I manage the internal documentation and processes for the service desk, and I am the student supervisor. So we have about 50 or so student staff that I manage. And then I think finally, I am also the service desk trainer. So I do a lot of all the training curriculum and the actual training, uh, being the trainer, <laughs> your different roles. <laughs> Definitely a lot of different hats. It sounds so I, I have been to a couple of those trainings that was in pre pandemic times. So it's been a while <laughs> since I was able to check that out. Um, and, and do those happen twice a year? We try to keep it twice a year, it uh-huh. kind of when we hire, but that big one where it's like we have the pizza party and all of that happens right before fall because that's when we hire most of our staff. And then we have like a smaller version of it around winter time. Yeah, the classic madness of the opening of fall term. Always fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you work with a lot of students and students who go on to become employees with the university and use their expertise in a way that shows them some of the behind the scenes of operations at UC San Diego. What has that been like for you and for some of the people you manage? Um, so I myself was a student tech and then I came staff. So it's been really fun to work with the students and kind of, um, give them the kind of like freedom to explore when they can. Um, we have a lot of students that go onto different teams. We've had some students leave for Datacom recently or to Alex's team with the mobile app team. So that part's been really cool to kind of hear from the students, hey, this is what I'm interested in. Do you have anything that would help me explore this particular route? And that's been really cool. And the service desk, I think, is a really good setup for that type of exposure for students who are just not sure or they're just interested. That's really nice. I've also had the privilege of working with students about like how to better prepare for interviews and mm-hmm. how to develop certain type of leadership skills. And that's been really cool as well. 
So the training goes beyond just merely IT-based technical support and goes into some periphery job skills like that. Yeah, we try to help develop staff where they have kind of the creative freedom to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, this process, based off all the things that I've learned, you know, this process could use some improvement. Um, and students are, I think, are really great at that, of just being able to say, you know, I think I can make this better from this perspective. We always try to encourage that type of projects whenever we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really been beneficial for both of us, you know, for the student as they develop their skills, but for our team as well, we've really benefited from the students being able to be creative and give us new ideas. You piqued my interest with the process improvement bit right there. I'm wondering if you've formalized in any way some of these ideas to improve processes or streamline processes that students have, like, I don't know, an idea board or something like that, or do these just kind of happen randomly when they come to you? They usually happen randomly. The students are kind of divided into like our newest students, our returning students, and our lead students. And Mm -hmm. so with our lead students, we try to give them as much time as they can to work on different things. I think Chuck is currently working on a better way for us to like record what we're doing. But right now it's really the students take the initiative to come to us and then we try to give them the space and the resources they need to work on whatever they want to. That's pretty cool that they have that initiative. I'm just curious now based on some of what we've talked about so far. Have you had any experience with a student who worked at the service desk, but then went on to do something as a job that was completely different from IT? Completely different from IT? Yeah, like became a dancer. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anyone specific, but we do have a lot of students that are, you know, not STEM majors. So Mm -hmm. those in like media or uh, we've had a lot of like political science majors uh, or psychology majors. So they actually, one of our former students actually did go off to work for a nonprofit that's not STEM oriented, Mm -hmm. but she was like a lead tech and, and was very technical, but her major, I think was political science. Fascinating. The help desk, as you mentioned, employs quite a few students to support our students with their technical infrastructure and that kind of thing. Across the campus, what do you think is the most misunderstood thing about the help desk? And this could be by other students, by other people in ITS or other staff or the faculty. It's kind of different, like for the staff and the students, I think what they think the service desk is, is really different. Mm -hmm. Uh, The students kind of think that we are the source of all all wireless issues because they know us as ResNet, right? And so I think that they have a hard time kind of knowing what we do, which is to, you know, troubleshoot and move things along. Um, They think that we are... (laughs) The Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, so they, you you triage, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's that type of misunderstanding. Um, but I think with the staff and faculty, it's almost the opposite, where we want them to know that we are kind of more than just a call center. So some feel like we're not, we don't have the technical skills to help with their issue. And so it's it's like different by audience. So I think that the biggest misunderstanding is really what does the help desk do and what is the, you know, the scope of our training and our ability to help, because, which at the end, you know, we try to help 
wherever we can to the best that we can. But I think that some people are not sure where we fall in that line of support. That's interesting. That was a really, really great answer, by the way. Very interesting, too, that the outlook of the faculty and the outlook of the students seem to be like almost diametrically opposed in, in yeah. their way. After Return to Learn and, and COVID and all of that, right now, do you know or have you seen any kind of changes or shifts in how many students contact the service desk remotely versus showing up at a PM? We've definitely had a lot less students coming to us in person. Um, even now? We used to, yeah, even now. Um, before COVID, we had students coming to our front desk that would cause a line out of APNM, um, especially during fall quarter. Yeah. Um, and granted, a lot of things about how they connect to the Wi-Fi has changed in the last couple of years. So that might have uh, an effect on, you know, whether or not as many people even need help. But now, you know, I think we get way, way less, even during our busy times where we used to staff up our front desk to have at least three students on standby and then like at least one other, you know, backup student. Mm -hmm. um, but we've only had to step about one or two at our front desk in the last year or two. And then most of our tickets and our issues come through via phone. And we've had a lot more increase in the number of tickets we get, which has been a big change in the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, so how for the service desk in general and, and even for yourself personally, with that dramatic increase in service now tickets, how have people's fluency with ServiceNow as a system improved? I'm not quite sure. Because when I was a student, mm -hmm. right before COVID, I feel like it was, you know, ser the ServiceNow was still kind of kicking off and people yeah. are kind of learning how to use it still. I think that more people are using it, but with students, like I think students don't really understand what the support portal is yet. And so right. we're trying to figure out more ways to expose the students to the portal, various like forms or working with ResLife, um, but I think it's still a work in progress. <laughs> you started as a student and now you're managing many, many students. I'm wondering, is there anything about this job that you didn't expect or, or took you by surprise? So my job was like a brand new position that got created that I applied for. So it was like when I was talking to my supervisor, Chuck, he was kind of letting me know, you know, this is a job that is going to be built as you work. You know, it's a, it's a brand new position with no anyone else to have set a guideline. So when I was coming into this job, I really thought I was just uh, going to be managing documentation. <laughs> and that was kind of the extent. Um, and so the actual surprise part was how involved I've been with the students. I didn't expect myself to work with so many students and it kind of fell naturally um, as we got more and more students and, and I got involved with the hiring. But that was the part where I didn't expect myself to be doing. <laughs> I thought I was kind of going to be in the back, do my own thing. <laughs> Are you pleased with that surprise? Yeah, I've really found it enjoyable. It's nice to see so many people too. So yeah. that's been a good uh, good change since the pandemic. So I really enjoy that part of my job. This question, I, I, I was hoping for a little entertainment value, but I was wondering if there are any crazy help desk stories that you could share. What's the craziest I, call you've had? Not really a, the craziest like 
one call, but right as I started, um, I was like a brand new student, um, just starting to learn how to answer calls. And then the entire phone system at UCSD went down. <laughs> it just, everything went down except for our phone line. Our phone line was open. <laughs> so what ended up happening, and back then we had an older phone system. So what would happen is that it would ring everyone at the same time, every time we got a call. Oh my and God. So, That's hilarious. So the entire campus phones were down. Um, except for ours. And then, so everyone was calling us like, Hey, why is the phone line down? And I was brand new and we were just getting calls everywhere. It was just ringing absolutely nonstop. And everyone was running around um, trying to answer the phone calls and letting people know we're working on it. But that was, I think like two weeks into the job. Right. And so it's really left an impression in my mind of like what could happen at an outage. So that was kind of a chaotic story that I remember. That's great. And there's a lot of visual like things we can visualize. I can hear those phones ringing. So Yeah. Yeah. We were running around trying to answer all the phones and <laughs> it madness. Was, it was stressful but fun now that I think about it. You know, it's one of those things that you remember being everyone else was also stressed out but it was like lively <laughs> yeah and and it's like you were all in battle together so <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have some kind of com comradeship with your friends uh, with your coworkers now that's yeah. fantastic anyway so jenny thank you so much for joining me on the current podcast and letting all of us know what's going on behind the scenes with our esteemed service desk, a pipeline for many students to future employment. <laughs> Thank you. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily. <laughs>